0: Dave what is up my friend? What's up West Coast player? What's up I'm over here I'm an original gangster I hail from the beautiful west coast of the USA. Absolutely you are
1: I'd drop down the east coast you know gang sign stuff but I don't need people showing up here to tell me
0: (laughs) I can't do that. Yeah, that's true. I'll show up at your door and be like, "Oh, okay." So it turns out I'm a pretend gangster. So it turns I'm out really- I'm
1: actually the gangster, and you need to stop doing those gang signs.
0: Yeah. And so you'll be like, "Okay, guys, like I want you to know that I'm really friendly. I don't like to hurt people or be a gangster into in reach right. reality. That's so right. I just can we be friends?
1: So I'll, I'll mark
0: it on my on my shirt. That's right. <laughs> I'll mark it for your, uh, your your gangster organization. We'll make everybody go. love you.
1: I love it. I love it. So um. Let's do an informal intro. So I'm here with my co-host, Chandler Walker.
0: Yes. Yeah. What is this? Episode 57 of the Almost Daily Show with your hosts with matching t-shirts, Chandler and the Dave Picardi. Boom. We are the dynamic duo today. We 100% match from the top down, bottom up, whatever you want to say. We're matching all around. That's right. I'm actually not even wearing pants.
1: No mas pantalones. Yeah.
0: We have a, if you're watching this, we have a thing in here that anytime we do a broadcast or a meeting or whatever, there's a no pants policy. None. You got to be relaxed. Yeah. So don't wear pants. Anyway. (laughs) Today's episode is pretty exciting. We're going to talk about the importance of producing original content and why if you like, hire a company to pro- mass produce stuff for you, you're going to look like everybody else. And one thing we find in what we do quite a bit is people are asking like, well, what if I just have this other company go out here and just produce a bunch of this stuff for me? I'm like, well, what does it look like? And they show it to us. And it turns out it's just this generic picture with a quote that they're using for 500 other people and the service might be cheap or the service might be quick but what you're doing is especially if you're in a commodity-based market you're basically lumping yourself in to look like everyone else and the reason we want original content and we can use repurpose content from your original content but the reason we want original content is we need you to be able to display the emotions the feelings and the humanistic characteristics of the people who represent your brand. And no one can represent that other than you and the people who encompass that brand.
1: Yeah, ultimately in the service-based business, we are the product, regardless of what our name on the door is or uh, what, you know, what we think we are. Like it's, it's the customers, uh, they're attracted to, the, to us as the practitioners. And what comes out of your mouth is what they wanna hear. And they want to feel like they're connected to you and they're part of your, um, you know, your business and your community and your story and to produce that content, right? It's got to be you. It can't be a, an external company and it can't be, you know, sharing stuff just that you got in the industry and pushing it out. People really don't understand that the, the uh, content game and the social media game. And they just think that pushing content, regardless of what it is, uh, is going to get them the client that they need or communicate or whatever they're trying to do. Uh, but you really have to be a little bit more um, put together than that and have a better game plan and, and actually have good original content built around you and your personality and your, uh, your people, uh, you know, from clients and uh, employees.
0: Yeah. And we just had a good conversation with this, with the people over at Sprout Social about how their agency works. Social. Yeah, they're pretty incredible. But we were talking to them about the fact that what they do is they have their marketing department give tasks to each one of the employees to push stuff out and to put information out and to produce the content. And so it's it's a similar model in the way that they they understand that they need to build a relationship and showcase to everybody the people behind the scenes and the people working on what's going on. And you can see it working at a, at the a high level like that, and you can see it working at a in a micro business like a gym or a physical therapist's office or a chiropractor. And when we look at the smaller businesses, they don't have these massive budgets to produce a $10,000 video or a half a million dollar TV commercial. They have to, generally they have to pull out their iPhone or a nice little camera that they bought, record it, and then put everything up themselves or have someone they hired to actually put it up for them. And it's okay to have someone post this stuff, and it's okay to have someone manage what you're doing. But what comes out of your business needs to be specifically from you. And if you truly want people to watch what you're doing online, and then to walk in your door and have no friction in that entire journey, then everything needs to be from you. And all touch points need to be the people that they're going to see and interact with. Because what's going to happen is they're going to feel like they know the people already. They're going to feel comfortable with the people. And they're going to be significantly more likely to actually buy and purchase from you because they trust you.
1: Yeah, and that that's really important. And like you just kind of nailed it. As you know, we were originally doing it where we were producing content and posting content and doing all those things. And uh, and really, what it is 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 you know, like out of the cave, we can handle uh, when and how to post, and um, and we can do the posting for you and do the whole management side of it. But ultimately, uh, what we've really uh, honed in on is 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 teaching you how to build culture and build. Uh, your your story and and get your employees involved with it and, and then actually have a long-term strategy for content and the story uh, and then how to produce it and how to then make changes on a uh, monthly basis so that uh, it's always fresh and it's always uh, like featuring and talking about what's actually going on in your business at that time so that it can h- enhance your business as well. Um, I think yeah. it's an important concept and uh, it's, it's really what's missing. And, uh, based on what we're seeing with, our, with all of our uh, enterprise partnerships and getting out into the market, uh, all the companies love what we're doing because they're all trying to figure it out and shift to it for their clients.
0: Yeah. And well, well, what they're seeing is what they're trying to do too, is move from this brand centric environment into this customer centric and customer driven environment. And Brands don't necessarily know how to do that and how to interact and how to build a relationship and how to understand what customers are gonna do before they even do it. And it's because the focus needs to be on the customer specifically. What do they wanna see? Who do they wanna see doing it? How do we eliminate friction points in the brand? And how do we create an environment to where they're comfortable from every step in the journey? And when they do purchase, are comfortable just clicking the purchase button or purchasing at your door because they've watched everything you do. They feel connected to you and they feel like they're part of your story. And if we really want to build that story, you need to build stories around your staff and stories around your clients and stories around people that the people watching can feel like they connect to. And if you can include, build up that connection point, you're going to build a huge brand following and people who really trust you. And it's not just like a gym, for example, it's not just teaching people how to do exercise movements. Everybody's teaching people how to do exercise movements. It's who are the people that, what are the stories your people can tell? How can they display those stories? How can you tell stories with your members and how can you intermix all that to have it just be an ongoing series? So people are always paying attention.
1: Yeah. And ultimately, you know, I know we always talk about this, but it's, it's, Really, what you're trying to do is, is you're trying to learn how to communicate uh, to the masses and build an audience of people, and it starts with your current clients. And so, interacting with them uh, and and coming up with an actual strategy, a seven day strategy on how you uh, produce content and interact and educate uh, and, and make them laugh, right? And ultimately have them feel like you know that they, they love being a part of what you're doing, and then. You can push that out with with your social strategy. How do you then get it out to all of the different um, social channels and and in front of all the audiences and then build it over time? Uh, Because if you're not doing that, you don't really have an audience. Nobody's just Googling you and coming to your website anymore. You have to build your audience and you have to have a strategy to do it.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's funny is you build this strategy, you build this up over time, people watch what you're doing, they pay attention to what you do. And when they're finally in the moment to search for something, they search specifically for you. So they'll go on Facebook, they'll watch your Instagram stuff, your YouTube, they'll read your emails. And then finally, when they're ready to make that conscious decision, they will Google you. And so we always say right. Google's always going to win because when they're finally at that point to where they're ready to go, they're going to Google to find you or they're going to go straight to your website. And so ultimately you have to think of this as a a drive. It's like a vehicle you're moving everything along and you're on a long road trip. You're going across the country. You have to make sure that the beginning of this thing Yeah, you got to fill up the gas, you got to get all the everything inside it, and you're driving along, and you're producing all the content, you're seeing everything, then as you get closer to your destination, that's the point to where you're finally going to be there. And that's the point to where you're finally going to be ready to make that decision to stay there and stop driving. And it's the same thing here. Start producing stuff, get the information out, build a relationship over several different channels, utilize workshops and strategic partners. And then finally, when they're ready to see you, they're going to Google you, and then you win. For the win. For the win. Yeah, It's uh, like that whole
1: like, you know, brand awareness thing doesn't seem sexy. You know, everyone's like, yeah, I want to do it. But it always seems like it's like, you know, why put money into it? Uh, it's the approach. You know, if you're trying to just like, put ads up on the highway, that's not brand awareness. That's not telling a story. Nobody's interested in that. That's just people seeing the brand. You really need to, to do it through content and through communication. Uh, and it really is key to to uh, making it work long-term. And uh, in, in this new world, it is the like brand awareness. Uh, it's the only way to grow your, your business uh, successfully uh, and affordably. You know, it, maybe it seems like it's it's a little bit upfront, but it's, it's the way to do it. Other than that, you're just pumping money in ads, yeah. you know, a lot of money in ads.
0: And what we're finding is people are always like, well how do I use a bot to do this for me? And how do I automate everything I do? But when it comes down to it, there are important pieces and segments that you need to automate so you're not doing repetitive tasks. But at the same time, people want to interact with people and they want to feel like they're interacting with someone who cares about them and someone who's in it for them to be successful and someone who they've watched and they've paid attention to. And if you ultimately want to build that brand equity and you want to build that brand to a level to where people really care about it and really trust what you're doing, it's all about putting this information out, telling that continuous story. And like you're saying, a billboard on the highway is not only an incredible waste of money, it's just there and people are going to see it, but they're never really going to take action on it. And, what we want is we want people to see you talking, see you thinking, see you interacting. We want, we want people to see you trip up when you speak. We want people to hear you say, um, we want people to see like you and your family and kids and all that stuff. And then they feel like, okay, there's, these are real people. I can walk in there and I'm going to be just like them, or I can purchase something from them because I'm super comfortable with it because I feel like I'm going to interact with someone that I know. These are my friends.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, something else I think that's, that, is Another way to think about it is, uh, one, you need to produce a good amount of content. And, it, and, you know, we did this and we've talked about it on previous shows where we used to produce a ridiculous amount of content and it wasn't really generating more leads than when we didn't produce any content. And it's because we didn't have a strategy in place. We didn't actually have a story that connected to what we were trying to accomplish in, internally in our business Um, and we didn't understand how to get them out in front of the right channels and do the right things. So I I think that's an important piece is, um, you you need to produce the content and get it out consistently because the magic bullet content that I always see businesses trying to do, like, I'm going to get the idea, I'm going to get it all figured out. And eventually, I'm going to, I'm going to get my, my video produced and I'm going to get the message done and it's going to be perfect. And I'm going to push it out and it's going to change the world. And then four people see it. Right. Because you didn't really build an audience and you, nobody was waiting for it. Nobody had been consuming and getting ready for the big thing. Right. It was just it was a lot ball. And um, that's, you know, 20 years ago, that probably would have worked really well, uh, but not in today's social media world. It's not how it works anymore.
0: Yeah. And when we, when we organize this, it's all about being able to organize stuff that comes out continuously and so one video is going to work for a week or so or a day or so, and then people are going to completely forget about it or get bored of it. and it might get a bunch of shares, and, but you need to be able to produce original constant content on a consistent basis that increases that mm-hmm. chance to, for people to share it and tag their friends and for it to go viral and get exciting. And So you basically just need to map out your week, Monday through Sunday. What are you going to produce? Who? Everybody gets a segment every single day. However, many people are on your team, get that segment. If you have five people, you got five days. If you have three people, you got three days. If you have 20 people, everybody has a 20 day cycle, but it's just 20 days. 20 days. <laughs> but so everybody's organizing themselves into those cycles. Then you organize where it's going to go in a distribution strategy. Then, after your distribution strategy, you organize it into okay, now how are we filtering people? from the distribution strategies. Now how we've taken people from where we sent them back to where we wanna be. And that's why it's like often considered a leaky bucket because you're pushing people into your bucket and then you're moving people out of your bucket. And it's always fluid and always moving because social goes to website, website goes to social, email goes everywhere. And then everything goes back into your email and then people actually purchase from you. And then you have to consider how you make them a repeat purchaser. And so it's, you have to understand your buyer's journey and how to organize that journey for long-term success in order to make this successful? Because yeah, we get a lot of people who say, oh, I tried Facebook. It didn't work for me. And it's not that it didn't work. It's that you didn't have someone managing the potential of your brand and telling you what's working, what's not, and how you create that differentiation factor.
1: Yeah, there's a big difference. It's using the tools correctly, right? And, and putting your resources in the right spot. Uh, you can spend $50,000 a month on social media and advertising and, and, and tools and all that. It's, it's uh, which one's the best for your specific business um, based on what you have for resources, your team, your demographics. All these things matter. Uh, and you really need uh, that, that kind of like high level overview uh, to come in and really um, build a strategy for you. Right. And, and sift through it and figure out where the, where the money should go and how you should a- approach it. Uh, and kind of like a, a tier, you know, top tier. A, B, C and D, you know, like we need to make sure we really address A first because these are the things that matter. And then a little bit goes into B and then maybe we're nurturing C because eventually it's going to be um a factor yeah right? but but understanding that as a strategy is very important
0: yeah, it's huge, and then you always have to be paying attention and conscious of new and emerging things, so obviously, right now, a lot of people are on Facebook because Facebook ads are incredibly cheap, especially video ads, which is why video should be a big focus and But then we find Twitter's introducing new things, like we're testing a thing on Twitter right now, and it's basically uh, it's a really cool platform that increases the amount of reach and potential you have to in front of people on Twitter and we'll test that first and then we'll release it to people if we think it's a good option for them. If we don't, we'll put a case study out and we'll say that we don't think it's a good option. And then there's Spotify right now. Everybody's listening to music. Spotify is one of the most downloaded apps in the entire uh, app store right now. It's like, I think it's top 10 or top 12. And Spotify's releasing their advertising platform. So you can put a 30-second clip in the middle of their audio. And so these are the things that you try out sparingly. So you, you keep your main strategy, and then you leave a little wiggle room so you can throw in a little 30-second audio clip or a little Twitter testing or the Instagram advertising testing, which is great. Or... YouTube. And so you always have these things and you pay attention to what works really well and what's going to make sense for your intended market. Like, where are they at? What are they doing? Where are we going to be at 24 months from now? And how can I get there and get in front of them before they're even there?
1: Yeah. And I think something else that I've noticed is uh, some platforms, it depends on, uh, it depends on the, the, the goal of the business and the personality of the business. And and like I said, resources and and everything, demographics a little bit. Um, Sometimes you know, there'll be a platform that people want to advertise on and work with, uh, and it really works well for some people. And then all these other people try it, and it doesn't work very good, and it gets bad reviews. And really what it comes down to is the approach. You know, like maybe people aren't good at the sales side, and how did they actually build the funnel to make it work? And so they're trying it, but they don't, they didn't, they don't really build anything to work. They just tried the a platform. And with their personality and their skill set, didn't work. And then someone else uses the same platform and brings a better skill set to the game and builds out a proper, you know, funnel for the tool and it works great, you know. And so uh, I think that's very important is, is understanding that the reason why all these platforms are out there is because they work extremely well. And if you don't know how to use them and interact with them properly and build, a a proper funnel to have it actually work well for you. You're just wasting your time
0: and money. Yeah, and content ultimately comes down to for not only producing it, but are you good at what you're doing? And that's why we leverage strength so heavily. If you're good at blogs, we're going to do blogs. If you're terrible at videos and nobody's paying attention to them, we need to adjust that strategy. Whatever you're not good at, we need to avoid and modify what we're doing around it to make sure we're only focusing on what you're good at. Because what's going to happen is, You're going to put out this content and all this information and people are going to watch it and consume it. And if your personality and your passions come out of it, they're going to react to it positively or they're going to react to it in the way you want them to react to it. But if you hate it and you're forced and you're bland and you don't care and you're just standing there and you're crying or whatever, if you cry, you'll actually get a lot of (laughs) That happens to me. But if you produce it that way (laughs) and you suck at it, then you're not going to get in front of everybody. Nobody's going to care. So we need to make sure that your content is produced in a way to where your passion comes out and shows itself.
1: Let me give you an example. If, you, if, if someone told you you're, you're trying to copy stuff you see online and you, it's, you need to do a video and you do a video and it takes you 40 cuts and then, and then you finally say, maybe that's gonna work. And then you have to get down in front of the editor for a bunch of time. And by the time you've produced this video and actually gotten it live, it's taking you four hours to do. <laughs> it's probably not good. Yeah, for the audience, we better switch Right, to too rehearse too stressful, your personality didn't come out of it. So that might not be a good avenue. So you'd need we need we'd put together a nice strategy for you to how do we ease you into it and make it as easy as possible to capture your personality and some information and push it to the world faster and easier. Yeah. And, uh, and then over time, as you get more comfortable, maybe we turn it into a better production. Um, like I got a rule with all my stuff I do. It's one cut. If I have to do two cuts on it, it wasn't a good topic for me.
0: Yeah, exactly. The only time I'll ever do a second cut is if like someone calls me in the middle of a video on my phone or if, there's a horrible sound in it, but otherwise it's one and done. And that's it. Cause that's when your personality, your best thoughts, everything's going to spew out and you're going to throw it up all over everybody. If you do it again, <laughs> yeah, that's too much like, blah, everywhere. If you do it again, that's too much prep time. That's too much thinking yeah. about it. And now you're going to sound like a robot in an encyclopedia talking. So it needs to be one and done, get your passions out, throw them up all over the video or the blog or the audio segment, whatever you're doing, just make sure you throw it up everywhere. And it's all your passion spewing out.
1: <clears throat> yeah. then you got to clean it up yeah. you got to get in there and clean it up when you're done yeah,
0: don't leave that spooky <laughs> on the floor <laughs> so, good stuff all right original content yep. it's the only way to do it don't let other people produce it for you unless they're right there producing it with you that's right it's Been a good episode good stuff brother. all right well you might we'll see you guys tomorrow for q a friday if you're listening to this Shoot us some questions, email us, hello at OOTCmedia.com. Or if you're watching this, post this in the comments. We'd love to answer your questions. Q&A Fridays always take the longest. And we'll see you tomorrow, for sure, actually. Yeah, Almost Daily Show is definitely tomorrow. That's true. We (laughs) are on.
1: (laughs) All right. That's right. Have a great day, everybody.